podcast. Good evening, guys. Sunday night, eight o'clock. This is the Wax Pod Hour. Hope you guys been. Hope you guys have had a lovely Sunday. Tonight, I'm joined by the one and only Alan from AM Details. He's also got his little co-host next to him, Mark Lenny. We've also got Specky McSporran and Darren Fitch from the Hairy Housewife. Tonight, the podcast, we are calling it Wax Pod. This is a little Wax Pod episode. We're gonna be talking about wax stock. We're gonna be going behind the scenes of AM Details. We're gonna talk about the IDA. Lovely to see you, lovely to meet you. My name is Johnny Shaw Detailing, and this is the Oi Oi Podcast. I'm gonna bring in my first guests, Alan and Mark. Good evening, gents. Have you had a good weekend, guys? How are you getting on? It's been a good one. It's been quite a long weekend. What yeah, we we've we, you've been over for three days now. Yeah, well, tomorrow's your fourth. Friday, Saturday. Then, uh, no, no. Yeah, Thursday was travel day. Come over on Thursday, set up. Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, they cancelled or delayed my flights. We managed to get some before time. Usually, me and Mark don't get a little bit of cute time together before we do training classes. And then do- um, we've had two days of business. You do look like a really cute couple, actually. You look very nice. It's, uh, we are know, a really cute couple. We are. You're very, very, very cuddly yeah. tonight. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. It's been, a, been a long weekend. Are you, is, is it uh, top and bottom as you're bunking up, or you've got separate rooms? <laughs> However, he wants it, but I've got to wear the uh, earplugs because he snores like a freaking goat. Anything for business, eh? <laughs> exactly. And what goes in Ireland? <laughs> what goes in Ireland stays in Ireland. That's what I say. My so, this um, is what to make sure it's already takes our relationship a bit too close. Love you, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. So, um, talk to me about what the weekend's about. Is it? Um, you've been over. You you was over in Northern Ireland uh, a few months back, weren't you? Weren't you, uh, Al? And then you. Uh, you come back again. Is this a second? Is this is this a no, uh, val- is validation a stuff, or is it a business yeah. training course? What, what what's the yeah? So uh, Mark and I have known each other, you know, on the internet and detail and world and all that stuff for a long time, uh, pre uh-huh. the more social social medias that we all know. Hello, yeah. um, and we're aware of each other and chatting. And then um, it was a real privilege once I started being active with the idea and pushing it and stuff. Bonk. Uh, Mark was like, you want to come over and just kind of tell the boys what this is about? And I was like, sure. So in that time when we were booking that event, we got to know each other, uh, you know, more just talking to each other more. And we're like, wow, this is going to be really cool. Um, I could do this. You could do that. We realized that we were kind of delivering the same type of training under different brands and had the same ethics, but also completely different spectrums of the world. At that time, Mark was, you know, super hot in on sanding because Fizzer were making this new epic sanding system. So it just worked really well. We enjoyed spending time with each other and. Uh, the students seem to think we bounce off quite well when we give opposite uh, opinions in training, but that's the beautiful thing of, of detailing. So we delivered that once. I left thinking that went well, and then sure enough, the phone lit up, and it was like, when do we do it again? So Yeah, so it's pretty much every six months we try to get them over, um, or more often if the demand yeah, is it, Yeah, I'm trying to get them in more than twice a year. is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, this podcast has been about a year overdue. <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. Yeah. Right. I was, uh, I no, it's not. I listen, wasn't well for a long time. You, of was, that you, year. you, uh, you wasn't. <laughs> listen, you wasn't well, and uh, you know, but yeah. you were. You were. Uh, you were very kind to give us some time. Anyway, uh, whether it be on joining live that I was doing on Instagram and all that sort of stuff. So I always appreciate, it, mate. And uh, no, it's, ladies, uh, honestly, like I'm. Uh, I'm always there. 
uh, say this in a CD way, lurking in the background. And if uh, if I can help out in any way, then I'll dive on a live or team up or how I it's, do it. It's great to see you back doing what you love, mate. And it's great to see you doing things and traveling again. And uh, how was that going to the, the IDA meetings over in America and stuff and seeing, obviously, people you haven't been, obviously, since COVID, you've not been out there for a long time. What was that like for you back being back out there? That was a roller coaster of emotions, that trip, actually. Yeah, I, I shouldn't have went from a health point of view, 100% should not have went for that trip for health point of push, just push yourself enough. yeah but i needed to go um i needed to go and spend time with uh, jason rose <laughs> and do my stuff with rupes i've wanted to do that for a long time we had it booked in so it was like i'm not gonna mug that off and then it worked out really well because it helped me acclimatize to america a little bit slower uh, what i mean by that is jason's like me he's an early riser in denver so he's in work by six in the morning so that worked out really well for me because that would have been our you know later in the afternoon so it was easier for me to adjust my body clock spend some time with him do some epic stuff with the guys at rupes which is an absolute privilege i still can't believe i do that because i don't know if many of you guys know i'm not a rupes employee i'm literally a, a freelancer that gets i don't believe that for a second part of it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um cash so I'm not yeah, a brown envelope <laughs> brown envelope <laughs> <laughs> i don't have one of them what do they call it a 401k or whatever it is in america i don't have yeah. um, so i got to spend a week over there it's really cool uh what was epic was assisting and then being key person and delivering some training sometimes which was super cool like imagine being with jason rose in his uh, facility that he's designed delivering a class that he's shown you over a presentation on a zoom call and then you're delivering it to his students and he's there it's like nodding or agreeing with the way you deliver it pretty epic it's like a big tick i'm, I'm doing something right in in my you, world um... of delivering Rupert's content when you listen to david beckham talk about uh people he's met when he went to america playing for Man United, playing for big teams, all that sort of stuff with football. Beckham still gets starstruck when he sees people he watched in movies and stuff. Is it still something like that when you go over there and it's when you it's, meet these people? Um, you, do you get do you get that feel? I mean, I know detailing is its own celebrity. Recently, I, it. I still get starstruck every time he comes over here. Oh, he's been over at God knows how many times. You may as well have a, a bed in the house here. <laughs> no, it's... it's um, I think I think what's really cool about it is we we put these people on a pedestal, you know, like you guys all have followers, right? And your yeah. followers will put you on a pedestal, whether that is because they have their own issues and challenges in life and you're an inspiration for them. I don't care how many followers you've got. I don't care what you do. Yeah, like, I agree. You know, if you inspire someone or if it's because the content you're delivering is helping them get better at their job. I had to answer this recently in a, a question. I think it was when I won the award, cheesy plug. Uh, when AM Details won the um, Supplier of the Year Award, I got asked in a question. And it was and wasn't difficult for me to answer because I didn't want it to come across arrogant because it's typed word. As in, I have the real privilege that the people I idolize are my friends. And it's that old saying of, you know, surround yourself with the people that, that make you feel good and want to push you. And they're not always going to always gonna say, oh, well done, Alan. They're going to say, what are you up to? And, you know, I'm just really lucky that the people I idolize in the industry are just normal people. Like David Beckham's just a yeah. normal person. It's just yeah, exactly. what are the chances you have the opportunity to meet David Beckham, for example, right? Yeah. That's one thing. You got to turn up to a football match, try and meet them. But in the organizations I'm in and the companies I work with, I'm not just meeting these people randomly outside a football ground. It's my job to go and, you know, train them or work with them on a five-a-side football game or 
or do, that's my job. It's working at Rupert. Yeah, exactly. so whether it's a couple yeah, of yeah. times I'm just with Jason and being quiet initially, and then you give a little opinion. Well, that's a great idea. It's the same in the IDA. So you end up being in video calls with you know Mike Phillips, Jason Rose, and and, yeah. and some guys you wouldn't even know that are brand new to the industry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like being on a call with Specky and I'm sat there like no one gets to know, for example, who, who Specky is because they're not on YouTube, they're not on Instagram. And I'm in there like it's epic being with this guy and if you were just all here in this meeting, you'd get to see the cool stuff that he delivers. So I'm really lucky that I'm with the people that inspire me every day, whether it's my family or people I work with. Um, but yes, I still get a little bit starstruck when you kind of take for granted you're going out for meals, doing bits and pieces, whatever, and then they flick on the, oh yes, I'm Mark Letty, or yes, I'm Jason Rose button, and you're stood there like, oh shit, I forgot you do this, and how good you are. This is, thank you, I needed this. In that respect, do you ever find, you, there's always that story of, or the, the warning, never meet your heroes, because you might be disappointed. Have you ever been into such a situation? I know the idea is a very, very inclusive situation. It's just like detailing. We're all in the same boat to a certain extent. You know, we've all got this shared thing. But have you ever come across a situation? Someone is just like, I, I actually wish I hadn't met this guy because... <laughs> he might come across really well online and in all the chats and all that that's stuff. Me every day. <laughs> but then you get you get to meet someone in person and you're like, God damn, that's actually that was the biggest disappointment. For me, um, it's been the opposite where I've actually seen people that I thought were maybe quite aggressive on, on certain detailing forums and, and Facebook, social media, and sort of you can't get tone from text that much. And then when you meet them in person, it's the complete opposite. They're such a grounded person you get on incredibly well i've never met anyone through detailing that i would say no i really don't like that fella no. my wife calls me mr nice guy alan so i think even if i didn't like you i probably wouldn't tell you yeah that's I, that's fair <laughs> yeah. no joke so is there anyone i've met i don't think so I, I think kind of something you were saying is say the industry isn't full of people that don't want to give their opinion and maybe it's negative because i do get chastised a lot especially the role i'm in now in the ida and you've got to be open to that you know but i wouldn't say i've ever met someone i'm just like never want to see that again in my life um and even if you do you just can't dwindle on it you just can't think about it i think to specky's question of have i ever met any of my idols and they've ended up being Balance. Uh, a disappointment. <laughs> Thank you. I was trying. Not. Um, and I'm watching the curse words in my head. I don't know why. Um, You're on YouTube, mate. No, that's so and I, I, I don't Either that's because I picked my idols well, or um, uh, maybe Mr. Nice Guy Al brings the nice out in everyone. Aww. Trust Alan to turn something that could have been insulting into just something that makes him look awesome again. <laughs> oh, so that's, that's why he's the president, because that was such a political answer. That was brilliant. <laughs> trying to think if there's been a moment i've been like all right bell end uh but wax talk hasn't happened yet mate yeah <laughs> yeah but i have done many wax talks and i do get chastised <laughs> and walked <laughs> up to by random people with cameras on poles a lot and none of them are yet to annoy me you, you haven't met me he, yet <laughs> he remembers though what a legend that was funny i looked back at that again yeah, the other yeah. day and i was like i i I didn't. I wasn't able to absorb everything about what it looked like because I was. Just, I was so excited to talk to you. The freaking pole that weighed about twenty kilos. It didn't matter. I didn't care. Like I, I, I couldn't feel anything. I couldn't tell what was going on. I was there chatting to Alan. This is the guy that I had been following on YouTube for years and on Instagram and everything. And I was like, this is what I've been wanting. This is what I was hoping for. And here he is talking to me, like not like like anything like. Like, this is just too, like, he was talking to me like I was normal, not like I was some sort of, like, oh, a random guy with a camera. And it was, just felt so awesome. So I, I still appreciate that, man. That was awesome. Really did. 
This is where he told me he met his idol and he was really yeah, disappointed. Yeah, he met his idol and he was really disappointed. <laughs> Not yeah. <laughs> After the show, I was like, oh, see, this guy is so good. And then the camera's off and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to meet people at Wax Scott yeah, but... because it's my first one. I think a lot of people do and don't know. They're like, oh, is it sold out? There are Wax Dot tickets still available. You can go and buy yeah. them. Hashtag Wax Dot. Like, go nuts, guys. That yes, when you see people talking about oh, Wax Dot's full, I think they're speaking from a supplier point of view that because of the COVID restrictions, they had to take some and make more space so that we could have the same capacity of people walking around. They had to remove a few of the stands. So I think that's what there are still tickets. Come and join us, honestly. You just need to go to events. You need to get out there, go and see the people. Johnny, I will stick a freaking GoPro on my chest, Chief. You can have 24 hours of point of view, Alan. <laughs> you need special points. But, um, I, I, I um... <laughs> You've got to go. And when, when I advise people to go to these things, woo! All right, oh, hello. Give us a light. <laughs> and let there be light. But, uh, when you go to these things, remember, everyone else is going to do the same as you. So yeah. don't go. It's natural that you're going to be a bit shy. It's natural you might want to go and speak to people. You know, start simple if you are that. Like, go and speak to your friends or go up to a stall and just speak to a supplier. And then you can approach people. But literally, everyone is there knowing that this is going to happen. And if people are in this industry being paid to be on a stand to speak to people and they don't want to be there, then they won't be in that job very long. But that's what wax talk's all about that's um, so true like i turned up with a camera and a microphone shoving it in people's faces and they were just like yeah let's talk about it let's do yeah. it that was awesome specky, specky are you expecting that to happen to you this year like is it going to be weird for you now going back this year do you know what? i was i was talking to johnny and paul about this the other day we had this chat go on specky I was like, ah. so like last time I went to Waxstock, 2019, first time I'd ever been, I was there as the fan. Yeah. And then uh, this year I'm going to be there. I'm a podcaster. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a better known YouTuber. And I'm getting messages from people saying, hey, I can't wait to meet you in person. It's and okay. I'm like, that's weird. But okay, then. I'm, so, I'm, oh, hey, look, big screen. Well, I'm here. Shots. I am <laughs> tiny compared to you. So I've only got, what, 670 followers at the moment. I have people saying, what do you mean me, only in the short space of time that you've been on? That's phenomenal. If I could have got that kind of growth in my kind of that space of time, me, I would have been over the moon. I'm, I'm very, I'm a bit like, I want to be bigger. I want to be better. I feel weird that people are saying to me, I can't wait to meet you. And I'm like, why would you want to meet me? What, what, you know what I mean? Why do you want to meet me? Yeah. And I've got and loads that, of people saying that. And I'm like, why? What, what is it's, special it's about me? Because they connect with you, right? So this is the great, the beauty of YouTube. People follow you because they make a connection, not just because they like your content or whatever. I mean, your content could be about anything, but. If my content was about remote controls and I said, today I'm going to be looking at this remote control here, I'm not going to connect with anybody. No. If you have a little bit of personality that clicks with somebody in some small fashion, that's enough to make them go, this is the kind of guy that I could enjoy sitting down and having a pint with and shooting the breeze and, and talking about things like this because they have that connection with you yeah. and your personality and the way you bring yourself across. If you come across well, you are going to you're going to attract people into your sphere, into your circle. That's completely normal. So I I had that from like really early on as well. You know, when I went to Waxstock, I was still only 500 subs at the time and barely anybody knew me. I think some of the suppliers and manufacturers and some of the detailers knew me, but I was only stopped by two people who were just audience, who were just just guests like me, who came up and just said, 
I really like your channel. Thanks very much for making the videos. And that was it. That that in itself blew me away. And now Paul and I are getting messages and they're like, cannot wait, mate. This is going to be so much fun. Can't wait to meet you. Can't wait to chat to you. And like, it's really kind of slightly scary and cringy for us. Um, but by is the it, same token, it's also super exciting. Is it a, is it a bit overwhelming? So obviously, like I said, I'm still fairly new. I've only been doing this a year, but I get very overwhelmed with it already. I think it, it, it depends. It depends. It's, it, it depends how you handle this kind of thing. What kind of YouTube forces you to get a thick skin. You, so yeah, you I'll, you have to yeah. accept the, the the crap that goes with the good. Yeah. You have to be willing to take the criticism on the chin. Someone is going to come along and say you're awesome, and the next person is going to say you're crap. And you you got to have a thick skin about that and just say fine. You're entitled to your opinion. That's great. So that having that thick skin does kind of help with the whole fan aspect of it where people are going to want to come and say hello to you that does make that a little bit easier to deal with but paul and i spoke about this and we still said as much as we've put ourselves out in the public eye with the podcast and our channels and so on it is still going to be slightly scary it's going to be slightly nerve-wracking and honestly i think up until the point where we walk in the door of the the arena we're going to be crapping ourselves right until the point where we walk <laughs> okay. in. We, uh, we honestly are. That's yeah, when I'm so that's, nervous about it. That's, I when really my, that's when my agoraphobia cures up and I just want to go and see that. We joked about this. We joked about Johnny not being able to go and we said we thought it was just because you know he couldn't get there. And he says, I'm comfortable in my car. We said, let's put his car on a transporter <laughs> and take, <laughs> take the transporter into the yeah. arena so you can sit there in his car and go, all right, how's it going? <laughs> I think it's an interesting one, though, because I spoke to Jason about this for Chicago Auto Pros, and so how does the YouTube channel contribute now? Is it because um, Jason's response to his, to his social media was, we're a media company first. Is it something that you think that way now with your business, with the product, with the brand? Would any of you guys know me if I wasn't on YouTube? Definitely. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. Yes, because I knew you on Instagram before I knew you on YouTube. Yeah. Right. So, did it help my business massively to the point where my my business took lots of different shapes and forms? So there's three businesses in one. And okay. It was probably way too much for one guy to manage, and I should have did what Jason did and built a team and scale. But with all the other things I have juggling at home, jag- juggling, juggling at home, we never got there. The YouTube channel still to date has people coming through our door going, I just seen that video, how do I get it? I think people forget how evergreen these things are, how much your content you put up. Yeah kind of scary it is there forever unless you delete it it is influencing people right now it is still making small residual amounts of money but every time you put a video up we have a pulse which then makes you think alan why did you stop but i couldn't physically make videos so we're back to doing it now um well you were talking about it in their business training there the the other day that people were seeing alan's videos on youtube and asking for that exact service and also to be featured yeah people go in i want my car on your youtube channel next how much we'd never had that before so he was just like i don't know 200 pounds and you can be in the next video and then we just kept putting it up and it got to the point where almost people were paying the same money to have their car on youtube as the service it was never sexy editing it was never posh cameras it was an a Samsung S6 when a good friend of mine, high five Daniel, I love you big boy, uh, from Monster Energy told me you should literally be making content. Like your personality that you have is presenter slash you can wing it live. So you should just record us on your phone and I'll put it together. And that's how the channel started. And I think a lot of people like that because it's very grassroots. A detailer can look at it and go, I don't need to have a posh camera. I don't need like it's amazing what Jason's got, all the audio, all the teams, six yeah. editors. 
fantastic but that's how the channel started and then it is still raw and i am the guy that's on the camera yes sometimes crohn's gets me down and do i put it on a little bit for the camera no i just make sure i'm pumped up ready and g to go but that is me i am a bit i am a bit daft and i am a bit silly so to come into the bit where you're speaking about it johnny about um becoming the idea president do you have to like restrict what you're doing do whatever we were having a conversation off before we went live like i've been in idea meetings when i've been high on morphine and <laughs> and, uh, yes guys i approve everything right so it's approved <laughs> yay um i think so there is a, a certain perspective of being the idea president the idea president in essence my goal is just to make sure that the idea is driving forward with its goals that we decide to make sure the committees have everything they need to achieve what they need to achieve the board's not there to dictate the board is just there to advise and finally sign off on as a bunch of directors the energies at committees that's where you guys get involved come join and it's my job to be the center point of all that i think as a president so if you guys want to chastise me you chastise me then i feed it to the right committee someone's come in and they're really passionate about a subject how can i flip their energy and get them into a committee so we can actually make that happen somewhere around the world and um be vocal about it i don't think you'd be a president that sits just in a meeting once a month for 12 months so they chose me, they put me in, so there must be something about my slightly crazy... Uh, what did, uh, close, uh, on, on a serious note, though, uh, Alan, obviously with, with, your, with your health and the situation last year, and what did it mean to become the IDA president this year? Um, it was epic. So just to give a bit of backstory on that, of course, you don't go into this and it just happens. I did have a bit of passion about, hey, how about I'm the first European board member? That would be pretty yeah. cool. And then maybe, hey, I said to Jason Rose once before, how cool would it be if I could be the first European president? You know, because I knew the people in there, you can't be a nobody inside the idea and become the president. You know, you need to be voted in, people need to. So I knew people in there, I liked what was going on. I liked the presidents before. I liked what they did. And I was just like, I've, it inspired me to think, hey, maybe I can do change. Maybe I can drive forward with something, which is just to complete what we're already doing, but give that perspective of, I have traveled. I am not an American trying to guess, and I love every American in the idea, trying to guess what globally is going on. I've been to China, I've been in around Europe, I've been in lots of places. So I feel I bring that kind of diversity into the global IDA. So I wanted to be the president, but DJ sped that up. DJ messaged me and says, hey, you're going to get on the board this year. How would you like to be the vice president at the same time? We've checked the bylaws and it is allowed. You becoming a board member qualifies you to be the vice president. And the vice president doesn't have to be a board member, but anyway, to go into the bylaws. So it could happen. And I was like, whoa. So it isn't a decision you make lightly. I was like, let me get back to you. And me and Sarah talked about it. It was like, when you become the vice president, nine times out of 10, you become the president unless you're rubbish at it unless you know you're not mentored correctly so we had a chat it was the right point in our life pre-covid for us to do it and i became the vice president of the ida which then in and around that time i was already traveling and doing a lot of epic work in europe it boosted that part of the energy even more and i loved it come through covid was rough for everyone i'm pretty sure and then i was really unwell so we did have an execs meeting where it was like are you going to be the president can you do this mm. is there a lot going on is it going to happen and we talked about it for two or three weeks and then me and Sarah were like yeah we can do this and I feel healthy enough and in essence I'm, I'm a more approachable president if you imagine majority is still American that are going to be outreaching so the time scales doesn't really suit them because they're that far west us being central on GMT I can catch Americans in my afternoon yeah, I yeah. can catch Chinese and Australians mm. in my morning uh, in the middle of their working days so if anything I believe I might probably be the first most approachable president and being able to action stuff so we gave it a go and here I am. I'm four months in, about to have my fifth meeting next week. And I'm That's really excited about it to come next. I've 
really driven hard on the past three months, making sure people are achieving their goals. There's epic stuff coming. I'm excited. It's going to be cool. There are only 12 meetings allowed to do. <laughs> so I'm nearly halfway through my presidency yeah. already. <laughs> oh, that's classic. Yeah. Is it, I mean, the year, this year's flying by. This year's flying by. My daughter's nearly six months old already. It's, it's crazy. And wow. I, I, I know, obviously... Yourself as well, Al. You know, you're juggling, you're juggling family as well, and uh, so a lot, there's a lot goes in juggling your health. Continue to keep what you're doing, mate, because I think you're very inspirational to a lot of oh, new people. High five, dude! It's fucking epic. High five! I swore on live. <laughs> How are you doing, Amber? Nice for jumping on. Thanks for jumping on tonight, darling. How are you doing? No worries. Um, well, I had a spare half an hour, so I thought right, why not? Right. How many of you guys have been to Waxdock before? Not me. No, not this me. is my first time. I am a proper waxed up virgin. Oh, God, I'm so glad Paul's not in here. <laughs> is that the- <laughs> <laughs> I cannot Spicky. wait to pop my cherry. <laughs> <laughs> I <literally> Stop it. <laughs> That's Paul why I'm not going to piss up the night before because I want to get to around as many people as I can. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have invited me on. <laughs> oh, God. I am we so glad. I'm so glad Paul's not here. Paul, Paul, is it? Paul, Paul is in the comments. He is Paul in, the is in the comments. Paul is seems it? to oh, have the comment. No. Paul has comedy time and he knows. He knows when something <laughs> comes. He can sniff an innuendo from miles away. <laughs> I'm so glad. Oh, my God. You realise I'm going to get messages about this. Like, I've already had a voice message tonight. I'm going to have another one tomorrow seeing I heard Amber. Everyone hears me, apparently. Fair point. Alan, how much of it is a piss-up at Waxstock the night before? I know there's the dinner, and then everyone goes to the casino and gets smashed, right? It's amazing. They fill you full of posh food and loads of wine, and then they just push all your favourite detailing celebrities into a casino like this. <laughs> Hello. And you get to speak to us all, and no one has any inhibitions, and it's good fun. Oh, did you, wicked. I can't did wait. You have a, did you have a question for Alan, Amber? What do you drink? Because I'll buy you a drink while you're there. Oh, I hope it's got it. So I, I pretty much drink anything, but all weekend I've been trying to get posh rum and we can't find any. <laughs> any, any I'm going to get you some posh rum. He's got the president. Oh, I should see my rider. So it, it used to be a tin of Coke and a sausage roll. Fine. Now it's more posh food. £160 bottle of rum. Pa- power's gone to his head. Once you've dabbled in the finer things in life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if you know... There. I drink beers, and if I'm having a rum and it's just a normal, what we call a council rum, over a rum over the bar, then I'll have it with a Coke. If they have posh rum, then I'll have it with a ginger ale. Love you. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you could, but instead of buying me a coffee, buy me a rum. That's on Alan's yeah. uh, channel now. <laughs> don't buy me a coffee. Buy me a bottle of rum. Jack D. I'm not buying like a coffee thing. I should put it on there. I bet you boys are making a fortune out of people buying your coffees. You should do, mate. You should no. do. Mind you, you've made a fortune off the tube, buddy. <laughs> oh, just another advert for tube, buddy. Don't know if you guys have seen it. <laughs> just a break for tube, buddy. Cha-ching. Honestly, I just actually, uh, I just paid to get Star because I wanted a couple of new features for using on my channel, like going back and editing lots of my old video content with the new stuff that we're doing. Yeah, and I just, yeah. that. honestly, that tool is ace. So I just bolted did it, ping. But they've changed everything now. It doesn't matter how many um, affiliates you have under you, the subscription level is the same. So it doesn't really matter now. So well, I, well, you, you, you sent me a link to, to use it and I, I did. I went, Alan was like, oh, try this, buddy. And uh, how you get on? And I was like... Alan sent me a link. It must be amazing. I got on it. To be fair, it is pretty. It is pretty. I, I mean, even the free tools are great. And we ran on Pro for four or five years, and I just upgraded the Star the other day to bulk edit all my descriptions, and it was like. Nice. Really, listen, it's it's it's. If anyone's 
creating creating content right now, and they're in the in the chat section. Um, definitely sign up to Chew Buddy. Um, I've got really? an affiliate code too. No, I'm joking. Um, you know, you it's, it's your podcast, you go crazy. Take yourself over at Chew Buddy forward slash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, I, I I actually no to be to be fair, um, I was speaking to Paul about this the other day about Chew Buddy, and it's great for doing the hashtags, setting up the content, the SEO on it's really good, it's really helpful. So any on any content creators out there, honestly, it's not a plug. It is it is fact. Alan sent me the link, and I went on there and I thought I'd never heard of it, didn't know what it was. You will have to spend a bit of time to learn how to use it, right, Al? Because it does, it has got these kind of different options and trying to find, you know, as your YouTube journey, planning topics, you know, mm-hmm. searching for keywords, that sort of stuff. It, it's it definitely massive for me. When we throw up like a uh, blog, I just go, yes. this is a blog for 2022 and then bang. And then I've left little notes like say, first paragraph, make sure you mention the title and use loads of tags. So now my guys can write our descriptions because it's all in there like a procedure. Is that like we talk about talking about training? So. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's wicked. So, mo- moving on to the products quickly, just uh, AM Detail products. Uh, can you? Is there anything new coming out? How are the products Ooh. at the moment? The, 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 the hybrid Too range. Is, is there? Uh, is there something you want to tell us? Is there anything out there that we were? Uh, we were not told we were coming on here with exclusives. <laughs> is there? Well, so, I, I, right, so I will tell you what's going on in this place, guys. And here will be a plug. If you genuinely want to be involved in the AMD Plus community, if you genuinely want to help us develop our products, then come to our Facebook page because I will not lie to you. I don't sit here going, I can't wait to have this. And I sit going, it must be this way (laughs) because uh, I never had the time before. So the best way we thought of doing it was let you guys choose. So the AMD Plus community literally choose every Tuesday on Tech Tuesday when I jump into my community live and go, hey, What is it you're after this week? And they say, hey, we think you should start looking at tire gels or we don't like this about your product. And I go away and make the changes. I am not a chemist. We go and speak to our four or five different blenders and go, cool, let's see who can do what. That's how it happens. There are some epic stuff in the pipeline. Mark and I have been playing a little bit. That's about as far as I'm going to go with that one. But currently what is in is... Nothing to do with products. The screen rinse technology, which if anyone is in here, high five community they'll be thinking it as sample C. So sample C and D are now being reformulated into E and F, and that is what's going to be coming out soon. And then we are ticking the boxes for they want us to do interior disinfectants and a tire gel. So these are the things I will talk about because that's what my community knows about. The things I'm not going to talk about is what they don't know about, but it is coming. And we're excited. Fantastic. Fantastic. Can we pick up on some comments here? Because I've been monitoring the comments over on the side here. There's some really good comments, actually. Um, so um, someone here, Petrolhead Detail, says, Alan is genuinely one of the nicest people I've ever met. So he passes that nice feeling on to others. Aww. Look at him. He's, his ego he is going to inflate. He's going to take up I the entire skin, screen. Absolutely skin. Before we did this pod la- podcast, <laughs> I had to bribe so many people to get on this chat. <laughs> Just, see, go back, go I back. this. Hi, this is not the guy these people are describing here. There's no <laughs> yeah, I say Mark. Mark's wingman in it out there at the moment. We'll, we'll get to Mark. We need to speak yeah, about polish the wax as well. We've got um, Phil Bloomer says, I think contributors on here are decent people who are willing to put in the time and effort into uh, imparting knowledge, skills, and tips to get the results. It's clearly helped me, and I want to thank you all. Now, you see, that that's what we were talking about with meeting people, and I think a lot of people do want to come and say a personal thank you as opposed to just uh, you know, a thanks on the, the comments. I think a lot of people have said that, you know, you've really helped me and I'd love to come along and say hello and just shake your hand, you know. So that's certainly uh, a thing. Um, 
there was also where did I get up here now? Um, never met Alan. He's only thirty odd miles up the road, but I watch all of his stuff closely. He's definitely the right man for the job. Watching his stuff makes you get excited about doing the job. I've got to pick up on that and say I 100% agree because I found Alan on Instagram first, then found his YouTube channel, started watching all his stuff, and I was like, this guy gets it, or I get him, and we click. And that's why I, I used to watch it all the time. And So Just I totally see where he's coming from. Passion breeds you want to hear passion. Something insane? Yeah, go on. Go on. So I was out in France, and me and this certain gentleman chat a lot in the chats mm. anyway, like you do with social media. And uh, I'm in France, and it comes to set-up day Saturday. So we're about 9 o'clock at night. Everyone's tired. The skeezer's going to be jet-lagged. I'm shattered because I got up at, like, 4 in the morning to fly into France. And then we got on the juice the night before. Sorry, that's what trips are like. And then Pan, the organizer, Pan, the organizer, he came over, and he said, dude, it's I'm buzzing to meet you. And I was like, why is that? He says, I watch your channel before I do videos because you pumped me up. What? Oh, damn, that's insane. <clears throat> what? That's, that's a compliment. Insane. That is a compliment, isn't it? <laughs> mic, mic drop. Boom. That's crazy, right? So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to bring out uh, pumpup.com where it's just me sitting going, you can do this. You can do this. <laughs> <laughs> the, Alan's the, Mr. Alan, the Mr. Alan's... Motivator of detailing. <laughs> Alan's yes, now the, yes. the Joe Wicks. The Joe that's Wicks of detailing. I mean, that's, come that's on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> What be fair, is, oh, come on. I'm sure we could all do with that, couldn't we? It'd be, it'd be, literally, what it's gonna what it's gonna be like it's like hang on a minute, it'd be oh so sure. No, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, let me get it right. So sure. No, no, a little bit higher. Oh social media. It's your it's your warm-up, isn't it? It's your warm-up. But you got to fully commit. Can you can you talk to me about the social media um, tagline? Because you've 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 commented before on my on my oi oi tagline when it comes to uh, the opening lines of stuff, and you was very complimentary on a, on a live once about um, about talking about that. And you said, if I remember rightly, that doing your 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 content and doing that kind of intro was something that attracted Jason's attention, and that got you into that conversation with with Chicago Enterprise. Am I right there? Or am I wrong? Right. I do not do text very well. Says the guy is trying to start an online training school. Well done. <laughs> I, don't do, I don't really do speaking of the English very goodens, Ken. Um, so when I was Ken. trying to make sure back in the day, in early, early social media days, I definitely seen the opportunity that this is free and the only way I'm going to get people to travel. And thank you, every single one of you from all over the UK and even Europe to bring cars to my scabby little shed in Elgin is if I keep putting myself out there on social media. So I was doing it on Instagram, looking after Instagram. I was doing it on Twitter, looking after Twitter, and it just became way too much. And then I just thought, how do I make this easier? I know I don't have to shoot four or five different videos for Tumblr. Remember Tumblr? It's still a thing, right? Yeah. I don't have to do that. What I'll do is I'll just say, hello, social media. Yeah. And I will keep the context very vague and say somewhere around this video and just be kind of cheesy me. And now I'm only going to make one piece of content and I'll just smash it into Instagram and into Facebook and then I'll honor the platform. So that's where Hello Social Media came from. And then I did it a couple of times. I just said, what are you trying to do, Alan? This is boring. So then it was just like, uh, I'm going to do it a little bit like my good morning, but really go for it. So what is going to get people's attention when they're scrolling? Flick, flick. And it would just be kind of like that. You know, you're flicking along and a car goes crazy. So I was like, hello, here I am. You're going to watch this video. And I've only got 
Originally, it was 30 seconds. So if you go back and watch my original wheelie stills, it's like, hello, yeah. social media. Here we go. Got BMW in the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You turn into, you, I, 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 did this, I, I didn't see your content for a while as, as I was in the industry. I didn't. I, I, I've only new to the industry, so I didn't see a lot of people on who was who. And as I was working with someone in a, in a unit, I um, started to find out who was who in the industry and as you, as it unfolds and stuff like that. But, you know, for me, when I did my oi oi, it was literally, I went, I was working in the unit and i literally was cutting hair in the after in the afternoon and i nipped out in lunch break just to go and help him polish a porsche bonnet and i literally jumped on my on my phone and went oi oi have you missed me and he was in hysterics the guy i was working with was in hysterics about it it put it on my story and he kept playing it all day but, but so it literally was because he, i made him laugh i thought oh it was a bit like you know like like comedians going into small pubs to test to test the con test the content if i made him laugh during the day by saying something I then put it on social media and oi oi became a thing. It became oi oi, this, 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 this. And then it just got higher and higher. As I got more excited, it just got higher and higher until it ended up with oi <laughs> So it just literally off, off the bloody charts. This, and this time next year, you're just going to have a solid squeal. Yeah, just I tried, yeah. I tried yeah. jumping, I tried everything. And what stuck was doing this slow move from the ground up, like, yeah. Hello. And that's what did it. So. But, it, but, it, yeah, but, but it, then but some it, of the videos are like, look, it's fash. <laughs> Oh, well, that's so. This is where people get lost. People that consider a YouTube channel, right? The YouTube channel has very specific things that happened on YouTube, and then social media has very specific things. So, hello, social media does not go on YouTube. And morning fash is for vlogs, which weirdly I kind of count as Instagram stories because I see them as like a daily vlog when I'm not vlogging. So when I wasn't doing stuff on YouTube, I kind of use that as a daily blog so that people were still getting that little bit of Alan, but it wasn't dedicated edited stuff. So that's why every day it became. Good morning. It's six thirty in the morning. Why are you? Yeah, happy? yeah, yeah. Morning. I, I found it. I found it the same for me. Is I didn't know how to say hello to people watching, and I found that I always used to say oi oi savaloi, oi savaloi, oi son, oi, you know, a bit of a geezer, and um, it just oi oi was transcended from that. And and to see what you, what the point I was trying to make was to see what your taglines become for your content as a way of an introduction to a video. I understand that relationship with what you were talking about with that, with, with the oi oi, the social media, if that makes sense, that oi oi's become the same way. And for me, oi oi was really to make people, during lockdown, you were obviously in hospital, there was a lot of stuff going on. It was lots mm. of stuff, really miserable time. Everyone was dis depressed and stressed. And for me, I've never done ever had the confidence to go online and do video content at all like i used to sweat doing any shows anything in front of trainees when i was teaching when i teach hairdressing my nerves just couldn't handle it as an anxiety sufferer it was difficult so this journey with content creating has helped my mental health and stuff and i i, I implore anybody out there who's getting into content it really does do a lot for your confidence to actually put yourself out there and then do realize that you get more support than you actually get from negativity. Yeah. And I'm living I'm living proof. Two years ago, you would never have seen me do anything on camera. Like, I've been doing nothing on camera for 39 years. I'm around before social media even existed. Nothing in my life for social media even, even started. So it's fascinating to see. Specky's pissed. Specky's I, gone. Um, He's yeah. gone. The doggy's coming to wax. Oh, it's a cute doggy. Look, it's, a, it's an Italian <laughs> greyhound. Looks it's like an Italian, Italian greyhound crossed with a whippet. Just put a high Check me, dog whisperer. And say yeah. guide dog, and then you can bring it to work. Shop. See now, Johnny. Oh, he's a therapy dog. That's what he is. You can come with me then. <laughs> that's it. That's exactly it. Therapy dog. You know, that's like that's what Paul Dolden's going as. <laughs> therapy dog. Yeah, I'll, get his, I'll get his lead <laughs> out for him. It's his only excuse. He's going to get to hump your leg. 
It's all right. I've got a collar and lead for him. <laughs> oh, classic. <laughs> Can I just point out there's loads of people in the in the chat right now are talking about me having more shots, having a shot, having another drink. Somebody give me Bailey's because Vicky knows why. Like, what is it about people thinking I'm a drunk? Well, well I, I was high five to Bob Island three. High five from Burkhead. <laughs> <laughs> We, um, I think we should get Specky to do a challenge tonight. He's he's on his way. He's on his way to. Uh, I think this this live could go onto Instagram after this, and it's, we're going to get Specky doing all sorts of. All, we're going to get Specky doing all sorts of. I've got to keep my voice down now because the the, the, the the little ones in bed, so I'm going to have to keep it quiet. Keep it quiet. Nine o'clock is bedtime, so I'm going to. So, guys, this um, this if there's any if there's I mean the comment section's been a bit quiet tonight. We've not had many many comments coming in. We've had a few bits and pieces. But what are you guys looking forward to the most this year at Waxstock? And I'll start with Alan and Mark, and I'll go I'll go way I'll go my way around. What you know, it's been two years since the show's been on. Alan, Mark, what are you both looking forward to this year at Waxstock? Interaction again, actually being out with people, probably the biggest thing. Um, you know, during COVID, we sort of. We missed out on the training aspect of our business quite a lot, detailing's a lonely kind of thing. And um, just being able, number one, for us to start up group training again has been fantastic, but larger groups being in that kind of setting again, yeah, it'd be good to get back to people. I'm stuck in Northern Ireland here. Alan's the only guy that kind of comes over and pays us a visit. So it's nice to interact with people that you interact with on social media and actually meet them face to face. So I, I feel I, I feel a bit rude as well, Mark. Can you tell me a little bit about polished and wax, please? Because it's something that I've uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, um, I've, only, I've only just literally started following you, mate, and I apologise yeah, for not bringing stuff sooner. You know, I'm not great on my social medias to be honest. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I started uh, detailing probably about 18 years ago, probably the same time uh, as Alan. And Alan and I got to know each other through um, uh, what was obsessive cleaning disorder, I think the group was called at the time. Uh, yeah, but I started the business um, just uh, detailing in the, the home garage. And uh-huh. it's progressed from there to detailing training and product sales. So we became the official uh, Zwizzer trainer for the UK about three, four years ago now. Um, we became the trainer for Autobeat ceramic coatings and recently became a recognized independent trainer with the IDA as well. So He's crushing it. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, no, it's been brilliant to be able to have uh, connections made through uh, that IDA aspect. You know, as Alan said earlier on, that we've known each other for over a decade now, and it was only because of this training side of things that we, we actually got to meet face-to-face. Do, do you enjoy the training, Mark? Is it something that, you uh, know... Is- yeah, for me, I actually enjoy the training more than the detailing aspect now because I did. I think everyone can relate that if you're doing this on your own in the in the garage, it can be a bit lonely when you're doing it as a business. Mm-hmm. Long hours, headphones on, not really much interaction with anyone. So the training is my social side of things and getting to meet face to face with other people and hear their stories on how they got interested in detail and how they do things differently for me is absolutely fantastic because we did spend 10 years on in a dark shed uh, making things shiny Um, so to get groups of people in uh, building up friendships the amount of people you know you generate friendships through detail is absolutely insane Uh, the closest friends I have are all in the detailing now yeah yeah you know the people that I would never have met if it wasn't into detailing, um, I, I'm talking to those guys every day. Well, I see it from the outside as the effect this guy has, like 
as a trainer, you're kind of aware of it, you don't see it, but the effect this guy has on what's happened on this island, I don't think people understand. And in fact, in the UK, with people who travel over, like over this six sessions I've been here, three, four years, I've been coming over. Some of the guys in the first class, so yeah, I was here delivering a class, but they keep coming and seeing Mark. These guys have businesses, they're supporting families, they've got toy cars, they're moving into bigger units. These are people that are progressing their lives because of stuff this guy's showing them, you know. And I think uh, people miss that part. Of the he's, he's just too nice. It's unbelievable, isn't it? I know. It makes <laughs> you fucking. If 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 my daughter brings home an Alan, that's it. I'm just saying, marry him. That's it. Fucking fucking marry him. My wife's father said you can have him. Yeah, yeah. You can have him. What's it? What's the car scene like? We obviously got we got we got we got Ray's automotive out there as well. Uh, obviously, hopefully, Vicky's all right tonight. She's uh, she was supposed to be yeah. on, but she's been locked out there. But the uh, car scene, what's it like out there, buddy? Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy the car scene over here. Um, back in the day, the the place that I'm located in, Bangor here, this was a massive sort of fast car and max power scene that you know. Oh, I love those days. Cars. Love those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Vicky have talked about those days. The cruise report. That's yeah. it. The cruise report. Absolutely. Who's got, who's got the boobs out on the back page? <laughs> that was me, yeah. Um, oh, so, those uh, questions. Uh, they, they, it got that bad that Bangor pretty much shut down on a Sunday night and yeah. they had to close all the car parks because there were so many cars coming. So that completely destroyed that sort of scene. But there is still, there's still a hell of a car scene over here. There's a lot of German shows and uh, there's a big, big following for Japs um, stuff over here. Like Toyota Twin Cams, they are absolutely, you know, they're, they're Oh, mate. Fantastic. Do you know what? Do you know? Talk about you know we're we're in a we're a um, affiliate of the car community basically aren't we we're we're, we're a side side hustle you know yeah. a bit like hairdressing for me is cousin of of the fashion world the the the, yeah. the, the catwalk detailing is the the same for me it's the the car scene is the scene and we are the, like a, a bolt on attachment to the car scene right yeah. we 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 look after and maintain the vehicles for the for the car shows and the car yeah scene. you can't have it mentally modified and look like crap. No, exactly. And I think I feel very blessed to be old enough to be in part of that movement with the Ali G movement, you know, when it yeah. comes to the Renault 5 turbos, From RS turbos. I've met him. I've met him. So um, he he's, was one. Of, we, um, my my friends were the ones who owned a, a company called um, K Tech Racing down on, on, on Dorset. It was GT Tuning before then. And yeah. uh, and a guy, a guy owned it called Roland. And uh, funny enough, the guys that were the mechanics for him was one of my one of my customers. And they designed the actual LEG car. So I got the chance to go out in the LEG car on a regular basis because it was their car. Um, it was fascinating. So um, it was funny, sat outside the cinema in this car with me bitch written across the top and I was sat in the passenger seat while my mate's driving. That, you know, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> One of those where it's, uh, you know, it was quite quite an interesting time. But that car movement, that car scene, RS Turbos, Fiesta RS Turbos, Escort RS Turbos, Escort yeah. Cossies, Safi Cossies, yeah. Scoobies were coming out. That was such a massive time oh, where I, remember, no, I mentioned K-Tech about putting an R5 uh, engine in my wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. I reckon it was about five and a half, six grand to get it done with all the mods and everything on it. And I was like, so close to doing it. I was young and stupid, but then I never pulled the trigger. Well, we were similar. We had the GT4s. We both yeah, had went and bought, went Oh, Nissan Pulsar GTRs. Well, ours is Toyota yeah, Silica, GT4. Those, 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 those
epic yeah. fail. I bet you that car would be worth a mint now. Oh, dude. Well, not mine because I total fast and furious. I destroyed it. Like, it wasn't, it's not a, the purist would have been like, how dare you? (laughs) That's what it was, though. That was like the max power days. The max power days were don't leave it standard. It was like, literally, what's that? Those are headlights for a completely different car from a completely different manufacturer. Squeeze them in. That's the way it was. (laughs) Twin headlights, M3 mirrors. M3 mirrors mirrors on a Corsa. Yeah. Remember those, um, the chrome Christmas tree lights and everything as well? What were they called? Oh, God. Yeah, so it would be like, here's a normal light, nice red light with the white indicator stock and all that. And then, oh, what, the Lexus no, style lights or whatever they were? Lots of red circular lights. And oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. I'll, I'll give you the worst one, right? My car, my, my Mark II Golf, had this little strip light that was stuck above where the oh, car yeah. stereo was, and it reacted awesome. to bass, so that whenever my <laughs> subwoofers were going, this light <laughs> would pulse. Ah, but then, yeah. oh, that was on the interior, because you needed something to see on the inside, because the people on the outside got to see <laughs> my light-up wheel caps. <laughs> oh, mate, was brilliant. Did, did they come out the Max You're... Power magazine by any chance? No, I bought them. Oh, really? You're here with a professional-grade microphone, and you just went, it tweaked to the bass. No, you got to go, it tweaked to the bass. You know, you gotta drop it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It pulsed it pulsed to the base. But Specky, not being funny. You, have you ever seen the photo of my first car, Specky? Uh, I don't know, is it a Fiat 500 l No, it was the uh it was that Ford Fiesta with those massive stickers down the side, the exhaust that stuck out the back. That was I thought I was max power back then. Yeah, now we all did. Uh, we all know, did. I will send you a photo. Oh. Honestly, and then I, I went stealth. Hilarious. I had a Mondeo that looked completely standard on the outside and had the loudest stereo in Aberdeen on the inside. Everybody did the Lexus lights. Jesus. No, Jesus. Like I didn't. Yes, I was chrome light. Yeah, no, no, I was the other way. Angel eyes. Angel eyes. Angel eyes on the beamers. I used to have one. Here we're going to go. Here we go. I had a Clio 14 Sport with a body kit on it and I I had my and I had a Williams exhaust that weighed about four ton for my one point four to go. (laughs) (laughs) I had to see a Cordoba with a Ashley backbox that failed the MOT because it was too loud. I and used to love light arches on it. Oh. it. I was the other way around, so I used to like having tinted lights. I used to uh, instead of doing the old tinting on the lights, I used to put tights over my rear lights. That's how. Oh, oh. oh. next level bullshit. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had to choose the right. And what's the top? Is it Tog? No, that's like that's oh, um, Linear, Denia, Denia, Linear number. <laughs> yeah, Linear number. That's one. Yeah. Not, linear. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that, Darren? Oh, that Ford, Just in that case Ford. nobody knew it was a Ford Fiesta, you had the giant Ford sticker on the side. <laughs> diamond, <laughs> cut, <laughs> diamond cut RS turbo alloys on it as well, because I worked. I used to that do wheel refurbishment at the time. Work. Diamond cut. Kill the, all the, things diamond cut. The, the exhaust stuck out the back. I don't know if you can see it in that photo. The exhaust stuck out the back by a foot. Genuinely by a foot. <laughs> the, the amount of times I burnt my leg on that, going back to, like, to the... Was that a Mark IV? It was a Mark was IV. Your, that was a... Um, yeah, I thought it was a Mark IV. Jesus. I had a Ford Fiesta, Runtz, right? And, uh, Runtz. Sorry, Peter, if you're watching, I love you. Um, when I was DJing back in the day, uh, Sarah and I would be going out, so she would come on my gigs with me, and parked outside the kebab shop, Sarah inside, she had had a few drinks, and I was like, stay in the car, I'm leaving it running, freezing cold. I went in the kebab shop, Sarah seen a friend. Of course she did. 
gone out the car, classic Fiesta, oh, pushed handle no. in, shut door, click. Fiesta is now locked. He's still in ignition. ignition oh, no. So I'm there, trying to be savvy, like, okay, we can do this. It was that generation of Fiesta where pretty much any other Ford yeah. key would probably open it. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> yeah. Yeah. The only other Ford around was a Ford Focus with four police people in it. And I was like, so, guys, promise, I'm not sure. <laughs> Come and assist me, and you can see them all like, hmm, we're gonna breathalyze you first, and then we'll believe your story. The whole time, Sarah's like this. <laughs> but it worked. They opened the door, and they were just like, I can't believe this works. So like, You've got your work cut out for you. Think Epic. Oh, oh you know, Epic. This, this is one of the things that's been great about coming back into the industry. Like, obviously, COVID happened. I had no business, nothing to do. Looked out the window, saw my client, my, my friend's car in a car park, decided to wash it. The rest is history. But it's been so nice. I used to love yeah. prepping, washing, you know, going to get all the Autoglim products from Halfords when I was 20 years old, you know, getting the tire shine on, putting the Go Faster stripes down the side, you know, all those kind of things. And it's been, it, for me, for me, what what I opened up my mental health back to it was is actually remembering and you know like you know that music has those sensory things for you where you remember a track or you remember where you were when something came out. When I started to clean the cars, that's what happened. My my childhood started to come back, and I started yeah. to relive these moments of cleaning the car and forgetting on a Sunday that we used to spend six seven hours before that cruise on a Sunday night where you like the nerves to go to a cruise on a Sunday night after you've spent seven hours on it was almost like going on a first date. You know, even if your car was the shittest, you still thought your car was the best looking bird out there. And even though it was still, because you were 17, 18 years old, you could only afford a 1.4 Astra at the time, but you were still going to do a burnout and look cool or try to do a handbrake turn in the car park just to try and give it some and, and shiny cars. And, you know, we're in a good time that you think, you know, where do you feel like with the, with the detail industry, where do you feel with the detail industry right now where we are? Is it excited? Do you guys are you guys excited about all the products, all the technology, the ceramic coatings, the levels you can get paint to now compared to the old G3 days? What do you feel like at the moment with this time in detailing? Is it is it exciting for you guys to see at this moment what you, you know what we can do with paint now is incredible, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it, not not even in the, the last year, in the last few years, the time saving the new products have, have been able to bring us as an end user is absolutely phenomenal. You mentioned G3 and stuff there. Like Alan and I, when we started, it would have been really old Manzerna, old Manzerna the McGuire's yeah. um, um, 83. And, yeah. All these things were quite dusty and time consuming and three stages were needed because that you couldn't get a good result without yeah, it. Rotaries and porter cables. Yeah, on heavy, miles. heavy machines. And you really felt it at the end of a weekend of doing a car. Now yeah. you can get you know, the same results in a much shorter time frame. Uh, and the protection-wise, the durability is absolutely through the roof yeah. compared to what we could achieve back when we started out. So it's still exciting to see the things that are currently being developed. We have yeah. probably 20 products on the shelf at the minute here for for testing, but um, to see where it's going is absolutely fantastic. I still really enjoy the testing new products phase. You know, I don't think I'll ever wear out of that. Yeah. It's like at Christmas, anything new? Yep. We got Graham Marshall in the comments that says, um, says, so guys, when did car washing become car detailing? Whenever you want it to. <laughs> well, we had this discussion today where I was just like, detailing is just many, many different levels of washing. Call it whatever you want to call it. Um, you it's want to pay someone- the yeah, petrol yeah. cap? Yeah, well, once you start you do that, a and, uh, I, and making sure you're I, cleaning inside the letters. I think it's when you have four different brushes just to clean an indicator, then you know you're into detailing. All right, Paul. <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> or with a double ended Swedish style, yeah. Yeah. To answer your I question know. seriously, uh technology's come on phenomenal. It's been a very exciting, I would say probably six, five, six years. Yeah. Um some people don't like it. Oh, you've made detailing easy. And uh, you can see some old school guys that, and I don't mean this to sound arrogant as a trainer, but you see some old school oh, guys. Say it, Alan. Like, say it. Say oh, it. These people, I am going to say it, but just give us a tea. You see the older older guys' generation whinging that, oh, you guys have got it much easier than now. Um, because people can just pick up a kit, a polisher, and get yeah. you know acceptable results that they're happy to get in a driveway. But uh, as trainers, because there are all these amazing technologies out there, but everyone is going very different ways about it. I still think now is the time to be getting the training, the best training you can, because these technologies are so good, but also dangerous if used wrong. And when you know how to use them right, seriously, they are the biggest time savers. The issue we have is manufacturers only have so much space on bottles. Not everyone is so happy to make YouTube videos about it. So a lot of this technology is coming out. And until you have trainers being paid by companies as salespeople to come and see you or independent trainers like myself learning, coming out, showing you, you guys aren't going to get to know how these products were designed to be used. And you're going to do the beautiful thing in detailing where everyone does it their way and has their opinion. I think when you understand how the system is made, that's when people's minds go. I just want to add a little bit of extra value to that because I, I come from another industry as well. So I, I've got some other visions from another industry and another setup that I can look on industry. And some things that have helped me with my industry with hairdressing relate the two together. I actually think I thought it was a hairdressing issue. And actually, I know it's an industry issue in other industries across the board in different businesses that come up against different, you know, business is universal. So we come up against different problems. <clears throat> but comments a bit like, so when did car wash become detailing? When did we used to say rad and cool and booyaka sha back in the day? And now people are saying sick, 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 bruv, sick, bruv, sick, bruv. I probably said haggis. Oh, and I'm no. like, I'm going to hit you. Well, <laughs> us, see us, that us, car, mate? See that car there? That's pure haggis, that is. Us, us, us southern Ooh. fairies. But my, my Ooh, point that's banging that. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my my point of the question was is the fact that the, the language that we use to, de to describe car washing these days has changed. Detailing has come in from America. Detailing is car washing in America. That they use that yeah. word quite regularly over there. That's coming to come into our into our vocabulary now for car washing, car detailing, car valeting. You know, there there is a still an argument from the older guys to say what is valeting, what is detailing. They're trying to hold on to the, the terminology that was before and resist it from moving to the future. And I think the thing is, we have the same in hairdressing. Back in the day, you'd have to basically go and stand next to a guy who knew his things to get his knowledge. And now the industry's finest are all on YouTube now, giving their information, giving you their, their time. It's never been greater now to learn new skills, new tricks, new tips. And, and, and learn and, and, and it levels the playing field a little bit. Do you, do, you th do you think? I think so, right. The whole valet and detailing thing, I flip it and I just go, you just do what your customer wants. You choose yeah. the customer in your area. Now, you, you can go and choose your customer if you want, but sometimes your demographic won't allow for it. If you're in the middle of London, Manchester, wherever you're going to be, it will be easier to maybe get the type of demographic you're looking for than it is for me in the Highlands and I have to have people come towards me. Or I just pick the customer base that I'm going to get in the Highlands and make a service that's going to fit it. Whether I call it valeting or detailing, and some people can shout at me now if you want to call this detailing, but 
One of my most profitable jobs is washing, detarring, clay barring, applying a glaze and putting a long life wax. Call that whatever the hell you want. It's enough money to pay a team of three people. Yeah, call, so. it valet and call it detailing. What you guys are, and this is what I say all details are, or valeters or service providers, mm-hmm. we're problem solvers. When you were cutting hair, someone came in going, I have a problem with this. Can you solve it? And you're like, sure, Sex. I can. And actually, whilst I'm here cutting hair, I've noticed due to your crown or due to something or due to your... Uh, yeah. Oh, look at that. You're like, whoa, Jesus. you're not far off. Uh, you may want to flick your hair this way, Alan, because it will help you out with that. And I'm like, thank you very much, detailer, you uh, hairdresser. You've just fixed a problem that I uh, I was aware of but didn't want to share, you know. And if people want to come and learn more about that, you can hire me. No, but that's my philosophy is that detailers are or validators, we're problem solvers. Any service provider is a problem solver. And the only way you're going to get those customers is be where people are looking to get those problems solved. Future, do you live day by day or have you got some projections? Have you got stuff that you're looking forward to doing? And We're, we're trying to develop new training um, just based on the um, the need uh, that's come up. We keep getting asked for certain things. So we have motorbike detailing special in, uh, oh, wicked. coming in um, next month. Um, which we're pretty full on already. Um, this man here has some epic plans with his other business, more than detailing. Yeah, okay. so I've got the, if I go through the three companies real quick, please. AM Details, the chemical company has the chemicals coming out that the uh, community is choosing, and we also have a completely separate sideline range that's getting work on developing, and with it will come an exciting thing I'm really excited about. Uh, the detail and services itself is currently me. I had to let the team go through COVID. Uh, luckily, the guys are crushing it. Tasha's went herself to set her own business. High five. And Scotty Boy's gone back into engineering. So I'm glad they're looking after themselves. So that is now building back up my customer base because I pushed the magic marketing business button. Boop, has already filled out the diary. So it's time to get some new people in the shed to train them up so they can follow the AM details process. So that's a vision for this year. And then more than detailing is officially launched. It's always been since 2015, the brand that I put all my training under. It's always been the hashtag on our products. If you've ever looked closely enough, Uh, the website is due to launch. The two online training programs are good to go. And the mentoring has already launched. So there's a membership mentoring system that's already launched going quickly. Uh, It gives you pretty decent discounts with all our partners that we work with. It's also live direct connections with me once a month, Q and A's with dedicated trainings and then stuff afterwards so i love what people are doing in the industry at the moment i love that people have got this and that covid has allowed people to be used to consuming content in this way if i had to try to launch it in the way i want to do it back in 2015 2016 you'd have all told me to do one but it is very different it's not i'm basing it more on college or university style okay i love the way guys are developing it i have nothing against the way that guys are doing it and work for their customer base but the way i'm doing it is more business system mm-hmm. systematized and not just detailing. So we will have health and safety specialists coming in talking about mental health. I will have yeah. SEO specialists coming in and talk about SEO. So it's not just me. There'll be a multitude of instructors and that will be called more than detailing. I love that. I love Sweet. that a lot. I love that a lot. And I think that when you take away the regulations and sort of a, a, like a governing body kind of perspective to an industry, it allows for a lot of artistic temperament. You see the gadgets that come out. You see the things that come out for detailing. There's no limits, no ceilings to how you can be creative and think about it. And I like that, you know, especially for business, something you talk about, Alan, is the fact that in, in, in hairdressing, we have that support in the colleges to teach us how to run a business. And we work in salons. We have a salon to go and work in. In detailing, a guy just wants to set up a couple of buckets. He goes out on the street. He can start a business. 
but he doesn't know how to run a business, how to set up a business, how to build a website, how to build a Facebook page, how to interact with the community, do a YouTube channel, bring his own products out to launch. You know, these are the things that not every deta- every detailer has a dream to look at you two guys that are running businesses and go, I want to be like these two guys, but they don't have the tools to know how to get through the steps to get there. So is that kind of what you're talking about is more than detailing is about giving them some tools, some platform ideas to, to build on, build on yes, those things. The, the last two days yeah, is really days. what you've described there about, you know, someone not maybe running a business, but not really having the skills to excel that business quickly or as fast as they'd like. That's why we've got this guy over for the last two days. We went through with a couple of guys here in Northern Ireland. Uh, guys travelled up from the south of Ireland for that uh, type of training uh, where they're already running established businesses, but they haven't a clue where to start with their marketing style. They haven't an, uh, an idea of where to go with their customer journeys or uh, how to market themselves on Google and things like that. So that's exactly what this guy's just went through for the last two days. So Yeah, basically the, the way it's working is if I, if I go into it even bigger, there's, there's lots of free content that will be coming. So there will be podcasts, YouTube, all the stuff I already do. But what will make me different is when you listen to what I have to deliver, I don't just disappear off and it's a video you can do. There will be things you can go away and work on, free sheets, things you can do. There'll then be lots of different entry-level stuff where you can come in from entering or you can have online already done, like taking a course, like it would be in college or it would be in university, but it's delivered in my little quirky kind of style or by a plethora of other students, just like you see these Facebook adverts where you know the guy who's, a, who's epic at poker comes on and says, I'm about to reveal all my poker secrets. That's the style of what we're going to be doing. I want to say high five to Wayne. Wayne, Chicago's Auto Pros. Uh, he's one of the epic dudes over there that manages the team. It's nice to see you on here, Legend. So guys like that have been through a little bit of it. And and look how pumped he is for it. And now he's took that knowledge and is working in Chicago Auto Pros. And that's an epic asset for them. You know what I mean? So we were talking about it the other day about how a lot of business leaders come on these courses and change their business and never put their staff through it. And I'm like, put all your staff through this. And now you, everyone in your staff has got the same drive, ambition to go and start their own businesses or grow the one you've got for you. What I say to people is if you're not training and you're not learning, you can you can fast track that 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 learning curve. Yeah. You can find you can surround yourself with the best people who've made all the mistakes. Ask the questions. You're still gonna have to take the journey you have to take, but you might get there a little bit quicker. Being really good at your job, being really good at detailing, is one thing, but running a business is different to another because you can be the best detailer and no one knows about you. And you can, what these two days have been. These two days have been guys that are coming in. You know, they've been to many of Mark's classes, many of Mark's stuff about how to do the job. They're sat there, good to go, fantastic craftsmen of their trade, and the customers just aren't coming in. And that's where they go. Why does no one teach this? Now, of course, they could yeah. go to the business gateways. They could go to other stuff. But why not have someone that's you know traveled around? When someone asks me a question like, "How do you solve this problem?" I'm like, "Ah, the guys in China do it like this. Ah, the guys in France do it." That's all that makes me different. I'm not saying I'm any better. I'm just saying I'm lucky. I've seen the dive of the world the position i'm in and i'm connected with many people that if i can't get the answer i can get it but how do i then teach these guys the basic skills and it's difficult one thing you have to do when you're in training is very difficult but you have to just give them the baby little step snippet they need now so they can implement it and make money on it rather than tell them too much and just watch the people go and achieve nothing because then they will just overload they will not take action people can only get the training then take action so more than detailing is here's the information i am now going to hold you accountable if you want to come in and be held accountable with monthly calls where we're going to 
cover a specific subject, then you get direct access to me. Now, this thing, these things are great, right? And I'll answer all the questions and the comments we've got. But Johnny, and I, and I am sorry again with the lifestyle had, you've found it difficult to connect with me. People that come into more than detail are going to have a guaranteed time every week, every month where I am live because I'm committing to it. And yeah, gotcha. The beauty to me is that the training side of things is you, 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 you can never do enough. Um, I, I, I mean, you're probably aware of uh, Valet Nova on Instagram. There, I was, I was over with uh, Ron there for a few days just because I wanted to see how he worked from the back of a van because it's not something I've ever done, but it is what something that people come and ask for training on, and I, I, I don't have any real life experience uh, on mobile Valet in their detail, and I've always gotcha. been in the, uh, situated, you know, um, I've been doing it for 18 years, but to see other people's perspective. On how, how they run their business, I, I I can't get enough of it. I I will go to yeah. anyone for training. We get asked ask this one a lot actually when other professionals come up to you, um, and even people that you know I would say are better than me in the industry, and they would turn and say, Alan, why should I come to your training? And I I just say, look, even if you knew all the knowledge on it, hopefully you're coming to to learn or just be re-inspired, or I can re-inject energy into you. Yes. One of those things, whatever gives you passion about your job, then I hope you get value in it. Or the Alan guarantee I'll give you your money back. I've been training for hairdressing for 20 years. When I train other people, it just reaffirms what I know. It reminds me every day of the fundamentals. Business is business. You know, creativity is creativity. You know, and to be inspired, just being around other people to, to rub up against is energy. Being out of your being out of your comfort zone, mm -hmm. meeting new people. You know, for me, for me, I speak, Ron's one like a brother to me. I like, you know, we, we get on really, really well. You know, we, we, we always constantly driving each other forward with 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 criticism and compliments and all sorts of stuff and oh, it's important yeah fantastic sometimes when you get people on board with the training more than detail sometimes it's about freeing them up and actually get them away from the singularity of something you know actually open their mind and look back at something stand back stand back and watch your training sessions watch how you communicate what more than detailing sounds like something i'm really really interested in and i look forward to seeing how it how it comes forward and and uh, i wish you all the success and before we go before we go so i want to i want to go back on to, i want to go back to thanks becky said it uh, about meeting like someone that you've looked up to and whether you like them or not at the end of it alan this is the first time i've met you and i have looked up to you i've watched your videos for so long and you are still an absolute legend genuinely Oh, cheers, dude. I thought I might get old and moldy. It's, and it's, it's, it, no, it's, it's really, really weird for me because obviously, like, I'm, like, again, like I said, I'm still small. I feel very small. And being around guys like you, he's just, he's like blowing my mind tonight. So I'm sitting here, obviously, I'm messing around with Specky, but being around you guys, you guys are fantastic. I just want to tell you that. So like just to get it out there. Star, so, yeah, you're like a rock star, but... I wish I could play guitar. Hey, if you could play any instrument, what would it be? A kazoo. <laughs> 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 that's like the best answer that could ever be what what a soundbite what a soundbite that is gonna be that's coming up on instagram you know you know what though just just, just you know what? i'm just thinking uh andy allen's gonna pick andy that allen screenshot that's gonna be a meme later don't neglect yeah. the balls don't neglect the balls <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely a meme later. I'm not going to put it up because Alan, if I could put an emoji in that one, that would be pretty impressive. Pretty, <laughs> be pretty censored. I have no inhibition. Please carry on. Billy loves but, um, it. When Billy is our designer guy. High five to you, Billy, as well as Epic. You, did you see oh, our stuff at Christmas where he was like, so what do you want me to do? And I went, 
take my face and just destroy it. And he had me as Santa, he had me as an elf, he had me as, he had me as the face from Easter egg. It was like, I'm an Easter egg. So funny. Oh, I, I know how this feels. I was already made out to be Big Al from uh, Toy Story. Yeah. You know, the, from Al's Toy Barn. <laughs> In the chicken suit. Yes. I could yes. so see Everything it. for a buck, buck, buck. Available and, um, to watch on Johnny Shield Instagram channel oh, right now. And, and also, Al. if you hadn't already seen it, but Johnny shared a little thumbnail about what this, the live chat that was going on tonight. And everyone else's picture, everyone else's headshot is a smile. Everyone's a smile. And my picture is the one going... <laughs> Ours originally wasn't. Thanks. Ours originally wasn't. He picked a funny one of me, but then me and Mark did a selfie. Yeah. See, that's I didn't get that option. I'm going to call bullshit. But going um <laughs> just just finish it off because I just want to go back to what Darren said about being inspired. It's lovely that Darren's in my community. He really looks up to people and inspires, and it's great for someone like Darren to to and he and he's really passionate about that, you know. And it's great because it? it's really good to see someone like him, his confidence coming on. And like I say, you know, for me watching Al's videos the other day, I sent him a message and went, "Bloody hell, I need to up my game." Jesus okay. Christ! <laughs> and he went, "Listen, mate, shut the hell up. If it doesn't inspire you." you should be inspired to go and make content. And it, it's those moments where you do have those moments where you go, I've got a lot to learn, a lot to do, but it's it's, it's nice. When you guys go to Wax or do whatever, so Specky come up to me and I kind of had a rough idea, like Specky, and you know, I mean this in the nicest way, like I have to have Eon with me at Wax. So it is the funniest it. thing having Eon everything. behind you, by the way. Intense. Um, but Specky came up, he had all this camera and he's like, oh, here we go. And then I clocked the hat and I was like, it's freaking Specky. And he was like, Oh my God, you're happy to see me. I was like, I know all your usernames. Like I'm one of those people that on my socials, yeah. I'm very aware from the beginning where everyone was using the word community and all whatever. I was very aware that if I don't interact with these people, I'm just a stale face online. Mm. And these are the customers. These are. And it wasn't until remember and use your usernames because people come with crazy usernames. I don't know, like the hairy housewife and stuff like that. <laughs> and then you're like, who's this guy in the green hoodie? Oh wait, I know exactly who that is. Because it's got a yeah. weird name. So when you go to Wax Up, like, wear a cheesy t-shirt. Or when you come up to meet me or anyone you want to see, just like, oh, hey, I'm Dave. But just to let you know, I'm 11332Rotary yeah. on your Facebook page. <laughs> oh, wow, 11332Rotary. How are you doing, dude? That was a great conversation we had about you know speed dial you know what? Or whatever but we're not gonna that's something that vicky vicky and abigail picked up on their episode of the podcast when they were getting ready to go to dubshed and they said if you're a transformer tell us who you are there's a lot of people who have instagram accounts where they're just the car and not the person and they were joking about them being a transformer because like i'm just a car i'm my account is purely the car and nothing else so they said tell us who the hell you are because if there's no picture of you we don't know who you are so it's a fair point to sound to sound weird from that perspective because i hate talking about it as like i'm the guy you're all going to come up and see but being in that position mm -hmm. you you have the guilt when people walk away and you're like i want to know i know who that guy is yeah, you know, yeah. Guy is. but when we do realize genuinely at least i could speak from the heart I look, and if you look at my YouTube, I pretty much comment back to every YouTube, and it is me yeah. that's liking the Instagram. It might not be me responding, but I do the hearts. It's like, I've seen it, I've seen it, I've seen it. And then the yeah, team, yeah. sometimes it's the team that responds, but I'll always mark it with Alan if it's me. I pretty much know most of your usernames. I'm I think it's funny that Eon was there, and he's like he's like that person that, that's next to the, the ambassador or something that leans over and says, it's the uh, it's the uh, Duke <laughs> of uh, Wellington, by the way. <laughs> it's yeah, it, it just quietly in your terrible. ear, and you're I'm like, "Oh, Duke of Wellington, like, nice to meet you." Yeah. Up, honestly, he'll come up and he'll just be like, and I'm like, and he's just next to me, like, 
and this is Johnny from OIL. Johnny, <laughs> what's your plan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ian, but it's funny, he's so I have in New York. He's so <laughs> stoic though. Like he's so stoic, no, and he's just really he's gently, quietly leaning over your shoulder. I am going to crumble and fail this year. Beyond's not here. He's covering another show. I'm going to wax up solo. I'm trying to talk Mark Leddy into coming to be in my yeah, bodyguard. No. Yeah. <laughs> so he can oh, be yeah. like. When I've um, when I've done I've I've done celebrity clients and I I had this they were talking to me about the same conversation when they when they walk down the street and everyone knows who they are and obviously they come to go Nick Nick how you doing mate you right and they you know and, it, and in any real world you'd go do I go to school with that guy have I dated his sister what's what's the crack and they know you from the telly and they go oh, all right mate and they're talking to him like he knows who he is like as if, and he thinks he's supposed to know who that person is so. To correlate your story, what you're talking about is people know who you are, and you they go they 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 just it's a bad they, deal. Just... I um I I left my first big show. I'm gonna sound like such a villain. I left my first big show after having a following on YouTube Bellant. and realizing that this was gonna happen, feeling yeah. really guilty. So then I had to Google how to be a public speaker and stuff, and I found great blog posts from old American presidents gotcha. about how I changed my language. So. Instead of, uh, for example, people coming up to you and then you go, oh, hey, it's nice to meet you. And they look at you like, you've met me three times, Bellend. Like, what's that all about? And they take it really personal. And you're like, this isn't my fault. You're my 100th person today. I'm really tired and I haven't had a coffee yet and I need to poo. You know, so it's just like, yeah, yeah. from my perspective, where I want to be the person you want me to be, but I'm four hours in. Um, so I learned loads of little language and cool techniques so that even when I'm lying to you, you still feel okay about it. <laughs> I don't know if it's lying, Adam, but it does does show how much detail you go into uh, trying to make people comfortable when they come and approach you, and trying to make time for everyone. And it's not easy when you're jet setting all around the road. You know, you're you're tired. You're going from place to place. You know, person to person, trying to remember everyone's names. It's 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 impossible. But you know, you, you're always trying to improve yourself in your presentation. You're always trying to improve yourself in inspiring others, and it just goes a long way, mate. Which is why you probably are. <laughs> regard as one of the nice guys of the industry mate my channel is about that really it's about trying to unleash this community and bring it out so that under everyone can sort of be a part of it and I, that's why i wanted to get you guys on and i'm glad that you've come on as well mark it's been fantastic to meet you i know specky's got yeah, a ship it's a pleasure being on absolute brilliant crack uh yeah fantastic what you guys are doing as well so i could you. get I, I, I won't go off on one tandem but listen i know specky's gonna wet himself he doesn't come off the line so uh, <laughs> Well, literally, we're going to end it there, guys. Thanks for yeah. joining, guys. Thanks it's been fantastic it. meeting you all. Thank Just, you for uh, having me on and, and, and putting up with my embarrassing nonsense. We appreciate it, guys. And listen, feel free to go over to Podbean. Subscribe to the Johnny Shield Detailing Oi Oi podcast. And the Speck and Paul Talk Detailing podcast. And also, don't forget to listen to the, the Hairy House Boy. And the Hairy House Boy. Listen. <laughs> go find the Hairy House Boy on YouTube. Listen, listen to them all. And don't forget to buy some AM sealant. Get it in there. <laughs> Protect your vehicle. Head on over by the charity available works. Available polished and waxed. Exactly. <laughs> polished and waxed as well. Listen. That's my training celebration I want to say a big thanks to Specky for getting absolutely levered tonight on the podcast. He's always been. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. I wasn't leathered. I was just happy. He's brilliant. Listen, um, I want to say thanks to Darren for coming on. I want to say thanks to Amber. I want to say thanks to Alan. Thanks, to, thanks to everyone to who got involved in the chat. Up. We appreciate yeah, it. We appreciate it. Thanks for coming on the chat. Listen, if you guys like this kind of content, 
Thank you. Don't forget to give a little thumbs up and let us know down in the comments section what you think of these podcasts. We always like to know if you've got any questions. I'm sure this is on Alan's and my channel, so we can get back to you and let us know what you, what you liked about the channel. Feel free to go. I'll tell you what I'll do. Go and find your best clip of the podcast. Post it. Tag oh, us. Oh, we know what that's going to be. Tag, tag, <laughs> tag us in the post, okay? And I will send you out some free goodies. The best one wins. If you can, it's probably going to be Specky holding microphones and dancing. <laughs> or it could be Alan, you know, not neglecting it. No, no, <laughs> tromboning. So listen, go over oh. there. <laughs> 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 Don't neglect the balls. Um, listen. I mean, three days to mark. You know, that's the posture I'm stuck in. <laughs> so, guys, there's there's a little competition there. Go and go and have a look around. Uh, see what you, see what your favourite clip is. Post it onto your Instagram channel. Tag us in it, and I'll send you out some free stuff. I've been Johnny Shield Detailing. I'm gonna give you a little finish it off with a cheeky little oi, oi, podcast, and I'll see you guys uh -huh. in the next video. <laughs>